0: Alright Alright, we should be good We should be groovy We should be groovy Okay, this pillow's kind of Yeah Knocking my groove a little bit here <laughs> It's good, it's good Alright, we'll see who's here We'll see who's here are you, you say you can hear yourself pretty well, right? Yeah Okay, cool All uh, there's people that are out here Instagram Welcome To The local Podcast Estas escuchando The Loco Podcast Yes, sir hey take it easy <laughs> yes yes thank you so very much guys welcome to another episodio of the local podcast albert thank you so much man for allowing me to use your studio dude
1: yeah, my pleasure
0: dude it's super cool man to have you on uh so albert is an artist here in san antonio um this guy's making paintings and he's leaving a mark here in san antonio um just right now we're talking right now we're setting up we're doing everything here can you just elaborate a little bit of what uh what you were
1: doing last night, what you were
0: telling me about. All
1: right, so last night uh, we were over at Charity Bar. We've been partnering with Charity Bar uh, for our art collecting mixers. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, for the, almost two and a half years, or about two years now, uh, you know, we've been working with Charity Bar, uh, doing these art collecting mixers. We curate art shows inside uh, the restaurant yeah. slash bar, and we host these uh, opening events to get people introduced to, you know, the, the art scene and um, help break down the stigma that you need to, you know, be wealthy, be wealthy to, su- yeah. to support the arts. So it's our way of kind of just engaging with the community and showing them, you know, these are artists in your community, uh, you know, these are ways that you could support the arts, you know, having that conversation about, you know, what you like in a painting or, you know, even just talking to an artist, if you're not familiar with doing that, Especially, you know, if you have no no experience with going to art shows, yeah. it's it's very, um, you know, the, the, just the the energy of the it. energy it's, of it. Yeah, it, it's very
0: it's, informative to people that don't know about art. You get to see a firsthand artist there, and then you get to see what it takes to actually be an artist.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's getting your foot in the water. You know, for yeah. artists, for people who just love art, people who want to be more engaged with the community. Yeah, um, art supporting the art collecting mixer, supporting charity bar it's a good way to get introduced and and we're growing. And when we have a whole bunch of stuff planned uh, for the rest of the year, and then also some really big stuff for next year,
0: really big stuff. So before we continue guys, you can follow Albert Gonzalez at Trebla art, uh, Trebla underscore art right here on Instagram, but he
1: also has a podcast as well. What's your, what's your, you know, your handle for that? Uh, My podcast handle is Trebla underscore art underscore podcast. And, um, Yeah, you know, there's a funny story with the the Trebla. Yeah, dude,
0: I was about to ask you, how did you come (laughs) up with that name, like Trebla?
1: All right, so uh, when I was just starting my my career, right, setting up the social media that's always like the number one thing nowadays. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. Like, you don't even need a business plan, right? It's just like, what's my Instagram name going to be? Yeah. And um, for me, it's like, okay, I want something unique, something that sounds cool. Yeah. And the coolest thing I come up with at that time was just my name backwards. Dude. Wow, dude, that's cool, dude. I didn't no. even think about that, dude. No, but it was it was it was it was good to an extent because I would have people that come up to me and like, Oh, what does trebla mean? And I'd be like, just my name backwards. Oh, and bro. they were like, Oh, I thought it was something deep. <laughs> and um one day me and my wife, you know, we're drinking some wine. We had like a whole bunch of wine, yeah. whatever. And it became an inside joke between us because we'll we'll be out together and someone would come up to me. And they'd be like, "Oh, Trebla," and my wife would just be like, "You hey, disappoint them now." Yeah. You Why know, by, by telling them what it means <laughs> with whatever you're saying? Yeah. So yeah. she would just wait for it, and it was like just an inside joke between me and her. And then one day, you know, we have you know a whole bunch of wine, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm tired of getting people all yeah. disappointed <laughs> <laughs> listening to what Trebla just means my name backwards. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna give it a meaning, and I came up with an acronym. So now Trebla stands for. Time resolves everything, but love answers. Dude, that's cool, man. That's that's super cool, dude. That's that's very.
0: That's
1: now uh, now you can. Yeah,
0: let me tell you what it means. Yeah, it's my name backwards, but this is what it means. Yeah,
1: I still, I still lean in with the the, the the name backwards just to get the response. (laughs) Yeah, just to get. I'm like, don't worry, it means something cool now. It means something cool now.
0: Oh, really? What does it mean? Well, let me tell you what it means. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's super cool. Guys, before I forget, you guys can listen to The Local Podcast right here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And then you guys right now that are watching this live, thank you so much for tuning in on this live. Uh, I'm actually going to be changing it just a little bit. Uh, so there's going to be some people that I'm going to be bringing on to the podcast. And we're going to be going locally here here in San Antonio until I figure out a new studio spot for, for The Local Podcast, which I'll officially announce right now that I'm actually going to get a new spot Uh, to actually be filming the local podcast so for the meantime uh i'm gonna be going around and i want people to see you know people's you know you're an artist you're here there's different people out there that they're doing certain things so and i want people just to get the gist of like oh it's here in this side of town man i didn't know that i was here Mm -hmm. just like right now shout out to albert he just bought me some coffee gold coffee this coffee over here is like super super delicious the 138 138 (laughs) <laughs> uh pumpkin spice since we're in uh the month of, of september i said you know what i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do that and then he got me a, a muffin right now we're just talking about it this muffin is like an apple pie in a muffin so imagine you have your apple pie then it's like miniature it's so good dude that little piece that you gave me bro is um unbelievable yeah, he wanted more, but <laughs> <laughs> I wanted more, but no, nah, I, was like, oh, I, I ate it. it already. Yeah, it's it like, already ate it, dude. So dude, that's super cool, man. But like today, those of you that are watching right now, it's second Saturday, correct? Yep. So uh he's you can got a little air horn. Yes, we can put the little air <laughs> horn here. Second Saturday today. So uh, you know, well, we gotta make it sound
1: Second Saturday today, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh dude. That's so dope. Can dude. you elaborate on that? What is second Saturday? All right. So Second Saturday is probably one of the coolest things you could do in San Antonio. If if you're if if you want to support the arts, yeah. if you want to be out and about with your partner, your family, by yourself, you want to have a good time, you wanna meet new people, you wanna see some great art, you wanna yeah. see what people are doing that are connected to the city and and it's a way to get out of your house it's a it's a way to uh, experience life in the the best way possible in san antonio in san antonio Uh, there's a whole bunch of really amazing uh galleries and and local business owners you know gold and little treasures across the street 1906 we got the the art place Um, you know, across the train tracks with many more art venues and stuff, just literally like within blocks. Within blocks, yeah. Like that you could walk around and just experience really cool homegrown talent, you know, just great people. It's just like, if you live in San Antonio and you haven't heard of Second Saturday, I don't want to say you've been under a rock, but uh, you know, this is, like some of the coolest stuff happening in the city, In the city right like, now, you want to be a part of it. If you're in San Antonio, you at least want to go to one in your lifetime. Cause yeah. if you're, you know, like you don't want to be 90 years old and, <laughs> and you're sitting there and, and you know, you're thinking, man, if I would have just went to like a second Saturday, yeah.
0: if you just yeah. would have gone. So, uh, you guys can come here to the second Saturday. What is the address? That they can come at it's actually here right mm-hmm. so what is the address of these people that are watching uh, right so now So,
1: 1913 south flores is the address for our place south town art gallery we have a whole bunch of other really cool places that are going to be open as well we have our neighbors 1906 who've been doing it for a lot longer than we have yeah. uh, but but they've mm-hmm. been able to build a great community we have dock space right around the corner so if you look up south flores and lone star you will be at the right place on, at the right place
0: at the right time. And this starts at six o'clock and this finishes around what, like 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock ish
1: or, uh, yeah, it go like, a little like past? 10, 10 30, it, sometimes, you know, depending on the yeah, crowd. Sometimes. Um, you know definitely definitely before covid uh we were out here probably till like 11 30. Oh, okay cool and you know sometimes past that we'll close the doors yeah and then we'll kind of finish off whatever party we had going on in the yeah. in the space but <laughs> uh you know covid uh changed that up a lot yeah and uh, now things are slowly you know coming back yeah coming back and, yeah and uh yeah right now we have it like at 10 30 but that's good could be later.
0: You know, well, that's super you know. good. I mean, there's always things to do. But, that dude, that's why when I came to come see the art studio, dude, there's, like, so much here. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even know. I mean, I passed through here because of work, right? We pass through here. We go downtown. We work. But I've never, like, literally seen, like, so many things here. Like, even right now, before we went to the coffee, I told you, hey, look, I don't even know. The, there's, like, a neon sign place here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to hit them up because I need a neon sign for the podcast. But, dude, there's, like, so many local artists, like, right here, right around the block. Yep. Within reach of one another. So That's what I
1: tell people it's like, look, take that live, love, laugh off your wall. Yeah. And go fill it with some local art. Go, yeah. go, go spend, you know, whatever you're going to spend at Best Buy or target like for a month, just invest that
0: Invest it, Yeah. Invest it. So with that being said right now, uh, Albert does this amazing artwork. If you can tell right here, this is one of them right here. Uh, there's got, he's got several in here, but, uh, can you elaborate to these people? Like, I know there's some people out there that maybe they've already known how your journey started, but can you elaborate a little bit, like, how this whole painting situation, like, how this all happened for you?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so it all started when I was young. You know, I was always creative. Yeah. I was always just drawing on, on stuff I wasn't supposed to, and um, never considered myself an artist, never did anything. It was like, oh, that's art. Just yeah. like, oh, I, I was bored. But... I did that for my whole life and it wasn't until after graduating uh, high school getting jobs and doing the same shit at my work yeah um i i started to realize like man like you know it, it was it was a a, habit. Yeah, and, it was a and, habit yeah and that habit uh you know pretty much led me to a party one day after work and a guy saw me doing what i always do when i'm bored and uh that person couldn't believe that i wasn't an artist and uh eventually you know i started having this fantasy of like what if i was an artist and you know i I had some dreams that were too vivid to to not you know chase chase after and um yeah eventually I, i quit my job put myself in probably one of the most difficult positions that anyone could place themselves in and uh was struggling for for a long time and uh Kept going at it man Stayed persistent Sold art Wherever I could Was yeah. out in the streets Couch surfed And you know A whole whole bunch of Really difficult stuff That I never imagined being in And uh Through it all It was really just my art Like that's what kept me going Like I, I remember Feeling like I was gonna give up Because it was just so damn hard yeah, and It was hard You know from From working a A good paying job To Not having Money Yeah Not <laughs> having money at all Yeah And, and um you know those friends that I had at that time you know just disappearing for like a like the Thanos snap snap, and I was like where is everybody Yeah, and but I am inevitable
0: (laughs) I had to do it dude I had to do it
1: so yeah it it was like that man and and I remember just feeling so alone but through it all like having that vision of of being successful and I think what really helped me out was redefining success for for myself oh for yourself because okay, I, yeah. I feel like when you're starting off in anything you know we we a lot of people we, we have these tendencies to like compare our success to others to like others we, yeah we we see someone else and we're like that's success when really yeah. you know th- that person has their own journey has their own story that's their success that's so their for, success, for me yeah. early on it was redefining what success was for me and early on i said you know what if i could just pay you know a set of bills to feed me and you know have a a roof over my head like that was success and that's what I went after it it wasn't unattainable it wasn't impossible it was something that I had to make a plan I had to stick to it and I, I never just try to hit goals I always try to exceed them and I feel like if you could always have that in your mind of exceeding goals then you're always going to hit those goals. Yeah. You're always going to hit them. So for, for me, it's making a plan, focusing on how can I exceed that? And then just doing that. And, you know, I was selling paintings like, like, like this size yeah. dude for like whatever I could get. It was oh, always wow. negotiating. It was always like, Oh, well make me an offer of what you can. And back then it was like, I couldn't afford to say like, Oh no, nah, dude. yeah, like, nah. I, I, I can't sell it. I for can't that. sell it for that. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, like that's what I did, man. And, and, um, uh, was able to build a foundation of collectors and supporters i like to say investors because investors yeah you know they saw my vision they invested and they in invested you invested in yeah. me and um yeah man now i'm now i'm doing things that i like can't even wrap my head around sometimes and it's just like those people that invested in me saw that yeah they saw that yeah, believed in me enough to to help get me to where i'm at today and uh you know i have even bigger ideas yeah. moving forward and uh now it's just focusing on on growing those dreams growing those ideas and uh you know making making those people that that believe in me proud and um giving them a, a reason to to be proud and to to show what it's like to other people yeah to other people so yeah to invest in their community yeah. because you know, me and my wife are both both full time artists. She doesn't have a day job. I don't have a day job. Like, our life is art. art. And for us, I know how important it is to invest in someone, to invest in my art. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a product of that. So, just as much as I sell art, I also, me and my wife, make it a point to invest in art. In so, art, too, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we built a, a huge, amazing collection of art, still growing. But um, it, that's a product of, you know, when people invest in me, they're also investing in their community. Yeah. And it's this trickle down effect because as, you know, local creatives, if I gave you a hundred bucks right now, I'm sure you'll turn around and you'll go invest that into local oh, yeah. businesses. Right. Yeah. And go go shop local and stuff. Yeah, so shop local. Like, yeah. Just trickle down effect. So that's something I believe in and something I advocate for for artists and for creatives and people in San Antonio is just shop local support living artists because yeah you know with everything going on in our city yeah um you know gentrification and a whole bunch of you know changes going on yeah uh i feel it's our responsibility to kind of just hold it down
0: yeah man and and that's my thing like i know when i did this podcast my main goal was to you know i'm just this hispanic latino kid here in san antonio you know having a podcast talking to local people here in san antonio and i feel like we should be helping one another. We shouldn't yeah. be degrading one another, you know, stuff like that. And then my main goal is, uh, of course, I shared this with a lot of people. People know, you know, I'm a firm believer of Jesus Christ. Um, and at the end of the podcast, I say two simple things is God loves you. Dios te ama. And maybe throughout the time, just by those two things, meeting local people here, it can change their lives or it can help them in a way to where they're reminded like, okay, God does love me. Maybe this path that I am taking, maybe it yeah. is for me. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, it's a different mindset, dude. That's, and I, I totally agree with you. Everybody needs to be with one another, bro. Like, I really do believe in that.
1: uh, I'm a very, you know, spiritual person as well. And I do a lot of praying. Yeah. And um, I had this moment. I I haven't really opened up about this. But um, early in my career, I was couch surfing at a friend's sofa. And uh, our deal was that I was going to pay him 25 bucks for, like, the month that I was staying on the sofa. Oh, wow. And... It was already past the first of the month, and I owed him that twenty-five. And it was the first Friday, and that morning he's like, "Hey man, do you have that 25 And I was like, "Oh, you know what, dude? Like, I'm getting it tonight. It's first Friday. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that money. Yeah, and I'll have it free tonight." So first Friday in San Antonio normally starts like six o'clock. You see, you get people to start showing up. Well, at that time, you know, I didn't have my own place. I'm on the streets, this and that. I go to the street corner. It used to be Mad Hatter's. Now it's just like Oyster Place. Oh, okay. And um, that that corner, that street corner, I had went, took some paintings, took my easel, went to paint. I got, I set up there at four o'clock, dude. And from four o'clock all the way to 10 p.m., no one paid any attention to me. Like, and this is, you know, I, I, I need... I need to make 25 you need to make bucks, 25 bucks. To, yeah. to get to my friend right yeah. so and i'm sitting there and people are just walking by and i'm just like man i really need to sell something yeah and you know this this friend of mine who believed in me to like give me a good deal 25 bucks to stand on the sofa was trying to help me out and here i am like yeah. i can't even give him 25 bucks yeah you, can't you know give what i mean bucks. and i'm sitting there and i'm like man like this shit is so hard like why did i Put myself through this yeah like i had a good paying job i had you know at that time i had friends that were cool and you know my family you know wasn't giving me shit for you know having a job and stuff yeah. like that and i was like man like no one believes in me people don't even acknowledge the fact that i'm out here like struggling just trying to chase my dreams yeah and i literally did just start bawling crying and i remember i remember like sorry if i get emotional but it's just like i remember that feeling and it, it sucks so bad, dude Yeah, I get you, man And I'm there And I'm crying, dude And In my head, I'm just like I don't, I don't know what the hell I'm, I'm gonna do and Yeah I'm crying And this lady, she walks up to me And she's like, hey You know, can I pray for you? And I'm like, what? And she's like, can I pray for you? And I was like And it Please Like, you know, any, anything Yeah Can help at this point So she puts her hand on my shoulder and she starts praying for me yeah and she just starts talking about pretty much everything that i was going through and you know this is a stranger and i'm looking at her and you know she finishes praying and i give her this like huge hug and like at that moment like all that weight that i had on my shoulders all that that conscience of you know needing to sell my art and needed money for my art like all that just like disappeared disappeared yeah and um I told that lady how much I loved her and and how much I needed that and you know, she just went on about her night. And at that moment I said to myself, I was like, you know what? Like whatever happens tonight happens. I'm just gonna go back to painting. I'm not gonna worry about who's looking at my art, who's trying to buy it, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna paint. Paint, yeah. So I go back to painting, I feel happier, I feel just you know I feel amazing. You feel amazing. And I'm painting. And I start having that feeling that like someone's staring at me, and I look over my shoulder and this is this one guy, and he's just looking at me like, wow, like that's cool.
0: That's cool what you're and doing,
1: yeah. And I turn around and he's like, how much is that painting? And I was like, well, I'm about to finish it, and in my head at the time it was a pretty, it was a big painting, and in my head I wanted 300 bucks for about. I was like, you know what, I get whatever I can get, and I said, you know what, like I'll let you have it for 150. And he's like, here you go. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. And I gave it to him and he's like, do you have any more like this? And at that time I am sleeping on my friend's sofa. And I'm like, "Uh, I do, but I can't have guests over. And it's at my friend's house and I told him my situation. And I was like, but, you know, when he goes to work tomorrow, like as soon as he goes to work, I'll call you and like, you could just come and see what I have, you know? And he's like, okay. So that night I go back to my friend's house I give him like a hundred bucks And I say hey you know what Like here's this Let's go to i I'll buy you know The food that you need This and that And the next day That guy came over After my friend went to work And he bought like Eight more paintings Yeah hey, dude And um, For me that's always Was like my sign That like God was gonna take care of me Yeah And like no matter what Like no matter how difficult Like things get Like just having the faith that like things are going to work out because yeah. at the end of the day like we stress ourselves out like yeah like everything has this way of falling into place yeah when it needs to and i think as long as you could you know keep your head up and kind of be observant of like what Ye- yeah. is placed in your path and and you know like people in all faiths like you, you don't have to be you know a christian or anything but like just be aware of like what it's placed in front of you and be open to like receiving what is in front of you. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And everything just kind of has its way of weird, weird, crazy, amazing, beautiful way of just working out and in the best possible way, but you just gotta be open to it. Yeah,
0: dude. Cause I mean, I think like, I mean, now I think I know is just that us as human beings, we can be selfish and we can kind of, kind of look forward and and trying to get to that point where we're not ready for that point yet. Yeah. We're not ready for it. So it happens to where, you know, we're doing these things and we get to where we get and then we're like, oh, I don't get it. How did I end up right here? And, you know, God just tells you like this because you're not ready for that. You're not ready for that. But then sometimes, you know, he waits and he's waiting for you to call out to him and okay, I'm, I'm, I've am i been waiting. Yeah. And I've been waiting for you to just ask me for help and I'm, I'm going to help you, you know? So it's, it's one of those things. But dude, like I said, I mean, that's my main goal here is like to. Get people on here and meet them. Let people know. Let me people here in San Antonio meet local artists. Let me local restaurants, local people here that are doing things that they don't even know about. Yeah. But at the same time, those people can get to know me. And maybe just by those two phrases, they can get to know who God is just by those two simple phrases. You don't have to have something over spiritual. You don't have to have anything like that. Just by saying those two things, it can, you know, it can reminisce in that mind all Mm -hmm. day long. And like, what does he mean by that? What does he mean by that? Does he really, does he really love me? Does he really love me? And then just that little C just goes in and then that, that's it. Yeah. That's all it takes, man. That, that, that's all it takes. But I mean, dude, I'm trying to look at the time for, for those that are watching right now on on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Um, If the live cuts out, uh, I'm actually going to change it to where uh, the, you can listen to the rest of this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify by today. Uh I was gonna do it for tomorrow, but I'm gonna be here, so I'm gonna try to see if I can get that to where people can listen to it like today. Yeah. Pretty quick. <laughs> awesome. Uh so but also uh shout out to sports guy Jose. Right now I was just talking to you, uh, talking to Albert about you. I envy you, my friend. Uh shout out to Manu Ginobili for making the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um I know everyone's like, What? He doesn't even know you. Dude, growing up, I'm a huge Spurs fan and just seeing, you know, your hometown heroes mm. going into the Hall of Fame. You know and he's from Argentina, you know nobody wanted him on an NBA team. The Spurs took a chance on him, and then look, he turned out to be a Hall of Famer, dude. That is ridiculous, bro. I don't even know.
1: Yeah, Spurs are making some crazy decisions now. Yeah, yeah, no, they are, man. <laughs>
0: hey, right now, like the team, if you were to look at the team right now, it's like, who the heck is this guy? Like, I don't, know, I don't know who that is. It's just a whole re, like it's a reamp, like it's. Mm-hmm. It's brand new. It's a different era. Like super, super different era now.
1: Yeah, I did. And Manu like kind of created that movement with you know, just everything that he did for the NBA. Yeah. Like Spurs, yeah, but like the NBA in general, like he just changed the game. Yeah, no,
0: he did change the game, dude. This guy was wild, man. He was he put his body on the line and stuff like that, dude. So that's why I mean he was my favorite player for the Spurs when he was playing. Uh but then of course once he was there he was just Papa Ginobili, he was just there guiding these guys and,
1: bro, because like before, no one really wanted to come off the bench. No, like everyone wanted to be a starter. Yeah, and like Manu like had that that six man role and like yeah, like I don't know, it, it's something something about about that about you know having that role and then being a Hall of Famer with, with that role. It's like yeah, dude, like he played such a tremendous part. Like the game, the Spurs, you know, always. You know, held it down when they when they started, but it was something about like the game really starting when Manu got off yeah, the well bench. Yeah, well Manu
0: got off the bench. <laughs> like, okay, right. <laughs> the game the game's gonna start now. Now it's <laughs> yeah. the game's about to start. He was on there, you had Tony Parker on there, you had Tim Duncan on there. You know, the list goes on and on, but uh, you know, shout out to Manu Ginobili. Hopefully you do listen to local podcasts soon. Yeah. Uh but shout out to you and you making it to the Hall of Fame. Uh and shout out to Sports Guy Jose. This guy is Long but dude, I wish I was there too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude. I wish I could have been there, you know, but it's super cool. But with that being said, uh, guys, it is going to be Hispanic. It is September. It's Hispanic heritage month. Uh, so I wrote the questions down, but of course my phone's over there, but I remember them. I have them written down. I remember them. I was looking them over last night, but, uh, I'm going to go into a segment with Albert and this entire month that I have my guests, I'm going to do nothing but Hispanic Heritage Month uh, segments with each of my guests. So uh, the first thing that I want to ask you, of course, since it's Hispanic Heritage Month, is the chancla. Mm -hmm. I think everybody that is Hispanic, Latino, can relate to the chancla. Um, The chancla, was that ever used on you? And was, do you use that?
1: (laughs) No, I I don't use it, but my my grandma's chancla's, um yeah my mom never used a trunk like, maybe it was like raised yeah <laughs> but it wasn't ever used by my mom <laughs> but uh yeah I, I like my grandma for sure like like we would uh pretty much all camp out at my grandma's every summer spring really? break and it's me and all my cousins so like yeah you need something you know agile yeah. you need something to be able to like a whole bunch quick. of kids real quick so uh yeah like and you could tell it had a couple <laughs> of swings left in it because it was like, you know, that, that... It was still kind of flimsy, but it's <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll make it work. Yeah. I will make it work.
0: <laughs> but uh, what's it called? Uh, no, so so you you have... I mean, I've had, you know, my, my thing too, where my abuelitas would hit me, you know, on my chancla. Still to this day, she'll take it off. Calle te so, You know, <laughs> whatever the case is, dude. But I think that that chancla uh, was only used, you know, in, in public places because when you got home, it's whatever they had in their hand. Mm-hmm. They had, you know, they had the the they had a belt. They either had a hanger. They had the cord to the actual uh, iron, <laughs> dude. It it was whatever, dude. But okay, so you you you've been hit by the chancla. You've oh, been yeah. traumatized as well. So <laughs> I think we all have. So this is gonna be a real simple one. Morning, your morning starts as a kid. What are you choosing? Taco wise. You choosing bean and cheese? Are you choosing a famous Winnie con
1: egg? Um, I'm always like been bean and cheese, bro. Bean and cheese. Yeah, I've always been bean and cheese. Like, oh, you got that sticker? Yes, sir. <laughs> we got a winner. You, you got you got that sticker that that I gave you. Yes, too. sir. I got
0: it right there, right on my laptop.
1: So it's a it's a design that I came up with a couple of years ago. It's a Gerber baby food idea concept, but instead of you know traditional banana pudding yeah or whatever it's san antonio bean, bean and, and cheese, cheese taco <laughs> and uh yeah and i feel like if you're from san antonio born in san antonio yeah you know that was like probably one of your first meals as a baby was a bean and cheese taco because you know it's, it's just a san antonio thing and yeah <laughs> it's in your blood um but yeah it's always like okay wh- where's your go-to taco place
0: that's what i was about to ask you next so my go to taco place is literally right here on Nogalitos. It is called Two Goat Tacos. Okay. Uh it's called something else, but it's right there on Nogalitos. Those of you who live in San Antonio, you know which place I'm talking about. It's like right next to the church's chicken. Dude, those tacos there, bro, are bomb, dude. Mm-hmm. Like super bomb. That's like my two go taco place. If that place is closed, there's one over there on Palo Alto Road called George's Cafe. hmm They make a regular bean and cheese, and then they also have a grilled bean and cheese.
1: A grilled bean and
0: Meaning cheese? Meaning the taco's nice and toasted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes they'll throw in a little piece of bacon in there for you. Oh yeah. Get me hungry, bro. Yeah. They'll throw a little piece of bacon in there for you. Of course, the regular ones and the ones that don't come with the bacon, they still have that little piece of lettuce in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still have it in there. So so where's your where's your two go?
1: Like what, what's your spot? Blanco Cafe, bro. And not not the Blanco Cafe on Fredericksburg. The no, no, Blanco. no, no, not that one, not that yeah, one. Yeah, no, I don't, one, I don't, one, I, don't I don't do that stuff. Uh, I go to the original spots. So, dude, like that Blanco, Blanco Cafe on Blanco, that's like my home away from home. That's like my other family. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I, I always give them a shout out. Um, it, it was funny because when my wife, you know, she, she's white. And yeah. And um, grew up mm-hmm. in a in, in different part of town, Alamo Heights. So when we first started dating, you know, she started you know sleeping over stuff like that, and we're like, okay, let's, I'm gonna get, let's get breakfast tacos. She's like, okay, and, and I remember one time we we're driving. I'm like, oh, where, where do you usually get tacos? Like, what's your favorite taco spot? She's like Taco Cabana. And I was what? like, I was like, what? <laughs> And she's like, Taco Cabana. I was like, but you live in San Antonio. San Antonio,
0: yeah. How are you getting Taco Cabana?
1: Yeah. And she's like, but they're just so good. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. no. And we we go to Blanco Cafe. She gets some tacos. And she's like, oh, my God, these are the best. I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then she had never had enchiladas before. Oh, no. So thankfully, you know, we're already there. Blanco Cafe. And she already been familiar with it at that time. And yeah. Hooked her up with the... With the enchiladas What did you get There's the
0: cheese Enchiladas Mm -hmm. Perfect
1: And you know She loves all of them now Yeah Vedlet Mole There you you go dude All of it But you know At that time Like I'll never forget her face She was like What have I Like what have I been doing My whole life And uh, Yeah And then there was another story Where You know This is us like You know Dating for like two years And I think we had eaten tacos for like Four days in a row for breakfast at Blanco Cafe. At Blanco Cafe. And we're driving back for like the fifth day. And she's like, do we always have to eat tacos? And I looked at her like, you got a problem with eating tacos? Yeah. <laughs> like, you got, you, you got, something to you got get problem to with tacos? that tacos? I was like, you know, like, you know, this might be the, the breaker. <laughs> and it was a joke. but Oh, God, uh, dude. Yeah. Then she introduced me to like quiches. Quiches? are cool. But uh-huh. like, I hadn't had one until like I started. Dating her. Dating her, yeah. So um, those are pretty cool, but I I always go with the tacos. The tacos. Because
0: that's your spot right there, Blanco. On Blanco Road, guys, if you've never been to that Blanco spot right there, guys, go over there. The tacos, the food there is incredible. Super, super good. I have Um, a painting on display there, too. Really? Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, dude.
1: Yeah, it's like right over the register. You'll you'll see like a big painting. You see that? And it's of two flowers sitting at this like table with bean and
0: cheese tacos there you go dude dad dudes that's cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's super cool man okay so right now you got even you guys out there you guys can put it in the comments right there uh what you guys would choose if you guys would choose either bean and cheese or the famous weenie or what is your top spot that you go for tacos in the morning so right now since we're already in september you know it's almost that season you know it's almost already the mexican season where you have Tamales, menudo, oh. pozole, you, you know, champurrado, you have all that stuff. So, menudo or pozole?
1: Pozole, bro. Pozole all day? Yeah, like, like growing up, like, it was always menudo. And um, my my aunt, she makes the best pozole. Really? And after eating that, I was like, man, I can't go back to menudo. Really? Like, yeah, her like the best pozole
0: dude yeah. and my suegra and my dad they make this is how good the menudo is it's i call it the nombre charap up menudo that's how good it is because as soon as you you drink you you're like that you it, you're you like nombre charap. up <laughs> <laughs> so i call it the nombre charap menudo dude i'm gonna choose menudo i love pozole my mom makes really good pozole too uh but i'm gonna choose menudo like all day every day like i'm gonna choose it you know, that's just me. Bro, in a
1: Mexican and Hispanic household, that's always like the...
0: Dude, that's the that's a tiebreaker, bro. <laughs> and believe me, when it comes to this time, you go to my sister's house, bro, she's got everything. She's making menudo, she's making pozole, she's making atole, she's making chapurral, she's doing all that. So there's like, it's like a buffet, a Mexican buffet in mm-hmm. there. But... This is, it's, it's got to do with Hispanic Heritage Month, right? So I'm pretty sure you love tamales, right? Love them. Okay. My suegra makes bomb tamales. She makes the best tamales. Guys, uh, speaking of which, I'm going to give a shout out to my suegra, Corey, Colorado. Uh, She actually makes some bomb, uh, you know, tamales. And we're going to be actually selling some. So you guys mm-hmm. hit me up mm-hmm. on that. Uh, But she makes some bomb tamales. So we both lo- love tamales. Here is the thing here that I do not get. People do, they put ketchup on the tamale. Do you do that or not?
1: When I was little, that's not my go-to move. Now, what? Like when I was little, that was. I
0: don't. I don't get what that taste is like. Ketchup on a tamale.
1: But I love ketchup though. I I mean, as a kid, like I like. Yeah, bro. My daughter loves
0: ketchup. She can just be with the pack and just eating the ketchup like that. I, I don't. <laughs> I just love ketchup, dude. I don't, <laughs> I don't, know, I don't dude. know.
1: I think it's like the love of tamales and ketchup. <laughs> and like ke- you, you can't, you you can't do it if, like, yeah. You just have to love ketchup. Yeah. Like, tamales are up there with ketchup. Tamales are over ketchup. Over so ketchup. Like, tamales or yeah. tamales are over ketchup. Ketchup's like right there. Yeah. So I was like, I oh, might as well just put the two together. And but it can't just be any any yeah. tamale. It can't just yeah. be any tamale. It can't just be any ketchup either. But. um yeah it's just, i don't know it's hard to explain i don't do it i don't do it anymore but yeah. as a kid i remember like that was the move that was a move it was like oh damn Like grandma just finished the malas and i'd run to the fridge get a paper plate or get the ketchup yeah. <laughs> from the fridge <laughs> then get a paper plate and just like freaking load up on yeah. the malas and like man there's like because we have such a big family yeah and it was always um we have such a big family so it was always like an abundance of tamales in the fridge for like That's crazy, a while. Dude.
0: Yeah, so. I, I think everybody, everybody's fridge starting October is gonna be full of tamales, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you eat, okay? Do you eat tamales for Thanksgiving? Yeah, uh, my, not all the time though. Not, not yeah, as not much all, as all the time. I used to. My, my on my wife's side of the side, we, we have to eat tamales, dude. I mean, it's already that season, dude. It's it's tamales season if you mm-hmm. you can put it that way. So I got one more for you, and this is gonna probably be one of the most difficult ones. All right. So simple barbacoa or carnitas
1: oh Bubba, God, bro. barbacoa barbacoa mm-hmm.
0: perp where's your spot for barbacoa here in san antonio <sighs> do you have a spot or do you like do you uh please don't tell me you do the h-e-b pack
1: no no <laughs> no I, I think that's uh that, that's like if all the places are sold out,
0: yeah, then that's like the last resort.
1: And even then, like that's the last resort for a lot of people. So like, if you go to H E B and there's no more of that, there's no more of that. Then yeah. like you just gotta yeah. just like I, I I I don't know like for me, man I I, I there's okay so there's a place off of Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. and it's it's right by um, the Stripes. That place is really good. Really. Yeah, uh, I forgot what it's called, but that place. um, Yeah. Um, And and then I always go to um, right here, Barrio Barista. Oh, there you go. Like, I'm always there. So, like, that's like our barbacoa, you know, fix. You think? The the West Side special. There you go. The the grilled cheese and the barbacoa grilled cheese with the avocado. Oh, with the avocado. Oh, my God. Like, I'm probably going to have to just, what, what, what time is that? Dude, it's have, it's already <laughs> let me let me check this. Time. I might have to go I'm there later. later it's 12, on. So it's
0: 1211. So again, guys, uh this uh YouTube, this YouTube boy, hey. this uh Instagram live finishes in about an hour. So we got about maybe a couple more minutes here. So if it finishes, we're gonna keep going and you'll be able to listen to it by today on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Uh but so like my wife, she's watching right now. Dude, the spot that is very great. Uh so you guys that are watching right now, if you guys are on Culebra Road. In 1604, uh, it's the Rios barbacoa. Bro, they make some good barbacoa there. It is super, like, super delicious. Like, it's probably, like, one of the cleanest barbacoas I've ever eaten. Like, it's super clean. It still still has a little bit of manteca in there. But (laughs) it's, you know, I mean, the thing is here in San Antonio,
1: if you get that brown bag and the manteca's all over the back, you know it's going to be good. Bro, it's funny because, (laughs) you know, again, me and my wife, we have these, like, cultural differences from our yeah. upbringing, and she's very, like, picky, like, yeah. with, 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 you know, the manteca and yeah, stuff, manteca, and, yeah. and um, the first time we, we went to get Koa, she was like, can we get it lean?
0: Allah.
1: Oh my god, what the it? hell? Can we get Can we get Can I get the barbacoa lean, please? And I, I looked at them and I was like, "Don't don't listen to her." Oh god, <laughs> they're like, ¿qué? ¿qué pasó?"
0: No, 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 no. no, no. Lean <laughs> Dame una libra de barbacoa, por favor. Ah, ¿qué qué está hablando del lean? No, no, no. She's leaning over the counter, like, you know, she wants a 1 pound of barbacoa.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember looking at her like, "What?" <laughs> can we get it lean? i'm like no you don't dude, don't no don't go with me no more to the, the oh my the story. god dude <laughs> can i get it lean
0: can i get that barbacoa lean please <laughs>
1: oh, man, but I'll again guys that.
0: you guys can follow albert uh, on instagram right here at trebla art trebla underscore art mm-hmm. right here on instagram uh but what other upcoming events do you have like for since it's already going to be you know uh as Chonkler Academy would say, Kukui season, then you have your huajolote uh, season, mm-hmm. then you have, you know, my favorite time of the year, Christmas time. Uh, so what kind of plans do you have that people can, you know, look forward to? Uh,
1: so right now I'm getting ready for a show at Bright Coffee, uh, which is across the street from yeah. Blanco Cafe <laughs> and um, also across the street from Clamplight. Uh, shout out to my friend Raul Gonzalez. He's uh, the director over there, but i um, getting ready for a, a small solo exhibition at Bright Coffee. At Bright Coffee. Um, still kind of figuring out what I want to do for that show. Yeah. I, I, I've been doing a whole bunch of stuff, but trying to figure out how I want to curate that. But um, getting ready for that in October and pretty much just making an abundance of work. Um, just working on a whole bunch of really cool new stuff. Yeah. Uh, still working with the, the Wabi Sabi Street Art oh, yeah, Project. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a really cool project. I actually just got uh, reached, someone reached out to me from a, a big publication about doing a story yeah. on on the Wabi Sabi street art project, and uh, yeah, pretty much just keeping that going. I'm gonna do street art installations in every zip code in the city, really, uh, of my Wabi Sabi flowers, and um, eventually once I'm done here in San Antonio with the street art project. I plan on doing it in other cities other cities and hopefully you know around the world someday and um, just doing that but other than that just pretty much growing the art collecting mixer Um, i started this thing called do you buy and uh, again it's it's a way to break down the stigma of needing to be uh, wealthy to support the arts so if you're someone watching and you want to uh, you know, start a collection or build a collection and you want to do it at, at a, a great price. Uh, we work with artists to create affordable works of art at great prices and you get an opportunity to win a larger piece. So right now we have uh, Julia kid, uh, her small pieces range from, uh, $50 up to $150. And then when you purchase one of those, it enters you a chance to win a uh, original larger painting valued at over a thousand dollars. Oh wow. So um it's like playing the lottery, but in the sense that you win regardless. Regardless, you're you could, gonna win, yeah. Yeah, because you could buy a scratch off for twenty dollars yeah. and not win. Not and win and just have a piece of paper that you should probably recycle or throw <laughs> in the trash. But with the the do you buy art, yeah. You invest in a small uh piece of work. Piece of work, yeah. You if you win you have two pieces, and if you don't win, you still have a, a great original piece that also, you know, increases in value over time. And uh, so, you know, again, it's about investing in art, investing in people, and helping the community grow. Yeah, helping and, the community grow. Just pretty much just focusing on, on growing those things, you know, the end of this year and getting it ready to grow even faster by next year. By
0: next year, yeah. That's cool, man. You talk about the, the lottery because I'm wearing... The Art Lottery. This is one of uh, Triple Arch's shirts. Uh, shout out to him. You know, he yeah. gave me one of his shirts. You guys can go on the Instagram, and he's got his shop there. You know, he's got shirts, the paintings, um, even that sticker, the bean and cheese one. I saw hey, that. Yeah. He's got that bean and cheese sticker on there. Uh, but I will put his handle. Uh, if You guys, I'm going to put it here once we finish this live and stuff like that. I'm going to put it there. Uh, I'm going to put the handle there on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Um, but, dude, that's super cool. Like, all the stuff that you're doing, I've told you, man, you keep going, man, it's super good, super cool, the stuff that you're doing. Thanks, like, man. it's super cool, man, that you're just taking, you know, the piece of art, it's it's more than art, you know, you're taking it to a different extent, you're taking it to, like, a different level, I can, you know, put it to you that way, you're taking it to a
1: different level. Trying to, you know, um, just trying to lead by example, yeah. you know, yeah. um, for my son, for my family, for the next generation of artists, you know, there's a lot of people... Going to art school, getting in debt, getting out, trying to figure out, you know, how to make a living. And, um, you know, I didn't go to art school, but um, I I am able to, you know, make a living off of Make a art, living, yeah. And I just want to be able to share that information with, with people and, you know, help other people, um, you know, def- redefine success in their own way. And I want to help people achieve that in however way that I however can. way that you can help yeah. them do that
0: dang, that's super cool bro dang
1: so our, our new mission statement uh-huh. with do you buy art uh, is and, and, and a mission statement for, for me as well it's to provide new experiences create opportunities and build relationships and I oh, feel that's cool man you know taking selling art because it's never really been about selling art yeah like, and you know, it's always been those three things, but it didn't hit me till, you know, a couple of days ago where mm-hmm. I said, you know, this is the mission. Like, this has always been my thing. It's just I didn't know how to, how to, express, how it. to express it. Yeah. So now it's those three things um, provide opportunity or provide experience, provide new experiences, create opportunities and build relationships. And, and build by, relationships. By focusing on those things, all the other things uh, to be successful, just kind of come come along with that.
0: Come along with that. And mm-hmm. that's cool, man. I mean, I know. um the stuff that you're doing like i said you're doing it and you have a reason to do it uh but like these things that you're doing like these all local shows dude it's just to represent artists all around san antonio and especially right here around the this community that's right here dude, it's literally a community mm-hmm. and you guys all come together and i think that's super cool man that you guys are doing that um especially to showcase you know what each of you guys are doing and then to showcase to the May not know who you are, may not have never even seen this place, Mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, like I told you, I passed by this place like so many times. I would have never known there's a coffee place here. I would have never known you had a studio here. I would have known there was a neon sign here. That's my reasoning for, you know, trying to get people on the podcast or when people want to come on the podcast. It's just there's so many people here in San Antonio Mm -hmm. and as many people as there are here in San Antonio, there's places that they still that Oh, I did not even know that existed. I did not even know that was there. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those, man, that, you know, hope, you know, people are listening in, they're like, oh, man, that's dope. I didn't even know that that, that was there that existed or that they're doing that over there, you know, because, I mean, maybe it's something, you know, that person is like, man, I I want something to do Saturday, you know, and they're so used to like, oh, they're going to have something at the, at the Riverwalk or they're going to, you know, they're so used to doing those kind yeah. of events. Right. But they, they're they're wanting to they like splurge out into like different little things here that they have here. And dude, this, this is a perfect example.
1: Yeah, so for everybody watching, if you do not have plans today there you go, tonight, come out to second Saturday. It's no reason especially if you don't have any plans. Yeah. It's no reason you shouldn't make it out. Make it out. Yeah. Come out and support. It's very much appreciated for everybody that walks through the door. Um, we're showcasing an artist named Julia Kidd. Uh, for early this year, we decided that we really want to focus on bringing artists from out of San Antonio. So, you know, we had uh, Oscar Peterson, who's an artist from Albuquerque. And right now we're showcasing Julia Kidd. She's uh, based in Houston. Oh, based in Houston. And, okay. And uh, one of our main focuses on why we're kind of shifting that a little bit is because, like, it's so important uh, for artists to kind of break through you know, their, their cities and, oh, yeah. and experience, you know, other cities, other cultures, but uh, it's, it's a big influence in in the work and, and also in the career because, you know, when I had my first out of city show, it was a huge deal and a huge boost of confidence. And then when I had my first out of state show, that was like a, another huge boost another of thing, confidence. Yeah. So like, you know, for San Antonio, we're still working with, with, you know, local artists, but uh, now it's shifting a little bit because, you know, we were able to provide, you know, the the space, the space, yeah. That that same feeling for, for artists that aren't from San Antonio yeah. and then getting people introduced to their work that are from San Antonio and just kind of building, building bridges, building
0: bridges. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's the main thing. You're building bridges from people here and then people that are not from here. Yeah. You know that, Hey man, I didn't know San Antonio has this stuff here, man. I mean, yeah, we, we did
1: a show in Houston last October and, um, that was successful. And then now we have those artists that, you know, showed with us then are now, you know, going back and forth and and showcasing their more, which is cool to see because it's like, yeah, it's just, you know, just introducing networking and and yeah, again, building relationships,
0: building relationships, networking. And like I said, man, it's San Antonio artists and people that are, you know, doing like what I'm doing, you know, we're, I mean, I don't know what you want to call me, right? Or whatever the case. I'm just a podcaster right here, but you're an artist and we should be combining with one another, mm-hmm. helping each other out, you know, boosting each other. Because like I said, people might have not even ever known like treble Art ever existed. Yeah. Never. You know what I mean? And then people go on your page and, and they never knew the local podcast existed. So it's one of those men, like you said, collaborating, helping one another out and then just building that bridge for other people like that are not from here, that are from here. It, dude, it just makes like, perfect sense mm-hmm. you know what i mean it makes perfect sense but again guys right now that's why i'm looking at the time i keep looking at it yeah because it's
1: still going it's still going it's still so going it's strong. To, it's 12
0: 23 it might turn off at 12 30 um uh for those of you listening we're doing it right now yeah we started at 11 30 a.m and it's already gonna hit an hour at 12 30 but
1: um it shouldn't it shouldn't could you see what that last comment says? I have no idea. Question. Hold on.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me Let me see. <laughs>
1: it's a question. I, I'm trying to yeah, like focus in. On. I don't have good eyes. Do I? Oh, it's my
0: mom. She said
1: what time? Oh, what time? 6.30. Uh, starts at 6.30. 6.30 to 10.30. Uh, so second Saturday is tonight. Um, 6.30 to 10.30. You know, but we'll be here all night. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. We have a really good show in the back by Julia Kidd. So um, if you want to come out, see some great art, you know, again, other art spaces are open. And, yeah, it's a good way to just come out and support the Southtown Art District area. And, you know, please invite your friends. Share the information with other people. Yeah,
0: share it, it, guys, because this this stuff only happens, like you said, second Saturdays, right?
1: Yeah, every second Saturday. Every
0: second Saturday this is happening, so... You guys, you know, if you have nothing going on, it's only if you have nothing going on, make it out here. You get to see all these things that are going on here, local artists that are happening right now here in San Antonio.
1: Or if you have something going on and you just don't want to be there no more, give you an (laughs) excuse to be like, oh, I got to go. That's a perfect excuse. Because I told Albert I was going to go. There you go. You told Albert you're going to go. If you're looking for an excuse tonight, if you're at something that you don't want to be at, just be like, I told Albert that I was going to be there. You know, I got to go. Like, dude, I don't wanna be that guy or, or that, that girl i don't wanna yeah I don't wanna you know, let him down so oh God dude. An, an excuse,
0: yeah, you have an excuse so that'll work but uh so right now we're already gonna hit the hour mark, so this has been a great conversation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in that are here on Instagram live and those of you that are gonna listen in later on here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify thank you guys so much for following me uh you know, follow me again on Instagram at Podcast. As well as my friend here, Albert Gonzalez at Trebla underscore art. Uh, thank you guys so very much. So, so very much. I'm very, you know, I'm excited that I was here today. Thank you so much, dude, for letting me be here in your studio and recording the podcast here, dude. Yeah, no Super problem. Cool, I,
1: I want to plug my my uh, website real quick. Go ahead. AlbertGonzalezArt.com. Gonzalez with an S. AlbertGonzalezArt.com. With, a, with, a,
0: with an S. To learn more. With an S. So yeah. thank you guys so very much. Guys, like I always say, God loves you. God loves you, Albert. Dios te ama, and we will see you guys on the very next podcast.
1: Estás escuchando The Loco Podcast. Peace out. Dope, dope, dope. Estás escuchando The Loco
0: Podcast. Loco Podcast.